Hello and welcome to the Fanzone Podcast. This is the promotion special. Yay! Yay. And uh, we're here. My name's Liam, um, and my left I have Paul. Paul. Paul's my brother. Fraser. Who's not my brother? <laughs> Positive Matt. Positive Matt. Cass. Um, and Liam too. And we don't have Joe with us this evening, so it will be a, a very short podcast. I feel. Famous last words. Yes, hello and welcome. We are at the Fox today for a bit of a change of environment. We've gone up a league, and so we decided Fox to. Fox Inn, I believe. The Fox Inn in Baltimore. Uh We've decided oh. to change up, and uh, I feel bad saying upgrade because Boundary House have housed it's us. Definitely well. an it's been good but to it's us. definitely an upgrade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah, yeah. We've, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's been very nice. Anyway, we're here to talk about promotion. So, Oxford United got promoted on the Saturday just gone. Uh, were we all there, first of all, because some people didn't get tickets? Oh yeah. 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 Um, let's let's start off with, as we normally do and go back to the previous three games. So <coughs> Fraser, I know you're dying for me to, oh, to ask this question. <laughs> well, that's a very very managerial. Yeah. <laughs> He's chomping on the bit to get yeah. back on that field. Um, In the building. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so we all predicted what would happen over the next three games. Uh, this was just before the Hartlepool game. I predicted seven points, but in my defence, I was talking about Acklington, so I'm going to get away with that one, and that's recorded, that's in, in forever. Uh, Paul, what did you predict? I said seven. Seven. Matt, what did you predict? I can't remember. Actually, let's come back to Matt. <laughs> Matt, what did you predict? I said six, but it's enough. Six, so. and would it have been? No. No. You predicted for me, I think. Did I? Oh, I did. In yeah. your absence. What did, uh, what did we predict? We predicted seven, but we were predicting. Actually, oh, we, we were predicting. Yeah, I remember. Yes. Um, Joe, Joe predicted correctly, as did Fraser. So, Fraser, what did you predict? A cool nine. A cool nine <laughs> points. Well done. And over to Matt, who we're about to punch for saying what he's about to say. <laughs> well, the thing is, you know, I was just trying to. Um, Lull it, our opposition to a false sense of security. Well, Make them say we're done. It's like a politician. <laughs> I like the idea. It's an interesting point you raise. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to talk about something else. If you review my record, you'll find. <laughs> and and just like question time, we have our normal swear jar in the middle, uh, and that is a pound for any swearing, or two pounds for the name of the uh, the place, just down the A420, uh, and the C bomb, which we're. Uh, isn't Chris Wilder, but uh, <laughs> we'll come on to him later. I bet he calls himself Seabon. <laughs> <laughs> I bet his mum does. Um, so anyway, let's talk about those three games. Uh, we uh, can start with Hartlepool. So who was, who was nervous after the stat that we hadn't won at home, 3pm uh, Saturday kickoff in the league, I know that's quite a lot of uh, narrowing it down, but since Boxing Day, <laughs> yeah. So th I can't this remember the year, a really long time ago. It was yeah. a couple of weeks ago. Um, it was two 0 We scored early and then scored really late. Yeah. Yeah. So yes. just the worst Circum thing possible for nerves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And missing chances yeah. as well. Yes. Oh. So roofs. What happened? It Aguirre hit the bar. Squared it across to Circum and hit the bar. Roof put it in. Did that settle anyone's nerves at all? Nope. No. <laughs> no. Um, for about ten seconds. Yeah. Uh, but that was that was a nice feeling. And then it was only in the was it the ninety second minute circum scored yeah. because Hilton does not have the ability to time waste <laughs> in the corner apparently. 
Um, then, moving on to, I'm sure we can spend a fair while talking about this, uh, Carlisle. Did we all make that, that massively long trip? Yes. 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 Good. I knew that because I, I saw you all there. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't make friends anyway, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure her me. wedding was lovely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yes. Uh, Kat, have you spoken to your friend since? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it was totally worth it. Yeah, yeah, definitely worth a sacrifice. You got a hot dog. I did, so, yeah. <laughs> Um, my 50p hot, hot dog, my £1.85 <laughs> well worth my 17-year friendship. <laughs> was it Tuesday it was announced? We were on about 800 fans. By the next day, that had shot well above it, hadn't it? Gone to yeah, it went to about 1,400, and then yeah. by the Friday it was 1,800, something yeah, like that. Yeah, rumoured that, but then it ended up at 2,238. Mm. So Essentially... Uh, Daryl Eels must have spent, I don't know, 14, 15 pounds on hot dogs in the end. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, if anyone who, who did go, it was, it was well worth the drive uh, for so many reasons. And I'm sort of, I'm a bit upset Carlisle haven't been promoted. So yeah. we got to... It was a really good time. And the drive wasn't even that bad, was it? No, right. <laughs> Aesthetically pleasing. So were any of us actually predicted back then when we were making those predictions, that we would need nine points to, to go up. No, I thought seven was going to be plenty. Yeah. I thought someone else was going to lose points. Yeah, I well, thought... someone else did, but it <laughs> wouldn't have <laughs> I yeah. thought Accrington were going to drop points at Stevenage. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah they, no, at Wickham, no, they sorry. They did at Stevenage, at Wickham the week before. Well, that was kind of, that's kind of made the, the, but the then, result that... Sorry, the result of Carlisle was like mixed emotions, wasn't it? Yes. Because, yeah, it was quite a weird atmosphere at the end. Because we thought it was going to be it if we yeah. won. Um, and it, and, yeah, because York's home record was insanely good. Yeah. But the players had that as well, and it was really noticeable that there wasn't a big celebration from the players mm, when they I'll won that game, and they clapped everybody, but they looked like we not done. didn't help that, just sort of scared of making the decision when Bouchard was fouled, uh, last yeah. thing that happened, and yeah. instead of making a decision, which he should have made, he just blew full time, and no one knew it had happened, so there wasn't sort of an eruption of, of cheering. Yeah. And it sort of, it was a bit, it felt like an anti-climax, but then the fans, there were so many that they sort of picked themselves up. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think they needed to be celebrating at that point because the job wasn't, wasn't done. Yeah. So yeah. it was kind of good that they, uh, you know, they, they were still focused on, on what they needed to and do. And I think the first, the first WhatsApp in our WhatsApp group after that was swagging you off, wasn't it, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> That's just part of the course. <laughs> Yeah. It did just seem to be the start of the longest week of my yeah. life. That really was a long week. Like, Carlisle feels like years ago. It was yeah. almost as long as this weekend. I'll tell you yeah. what, League 2 feels years ago. Doesn't it? League 2 is long behind. Oh, yeah. 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 Where is that guy now? <laughs> <laughs> um, Smalling place for <laughs> So, uh, yeah, we, we had all that, that fun at Carlisle. Uh, who thought that maybe... Uh, Wickham didn't play as well as they could to uh, try and uh, put a downer on, on our party after the way Ainsworth is as a person. Yeah, I think the tone of the game was set with the handshake, you know, him refusing to shake Hilton's hand, yes. so it really it set the tone for the but game. what did he say? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, he, no, Hilton, he could have been asking, which way are we shooting? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then, I, I don't know if anyone's seen sort of the replay of the first goal in particular, which uh, I'll, I'll happily talk about the first first goal in a sec, but if you watch Pierre, I think he's that number six, he sort of runs into one of our players and then 
because the player's in the way, he can't get past, and it leaves Dunkley open to head it in the goal. And then he turns around and yells at the ref yeah, after he's just run into... It's Jake Wright. If Jake you actually Wright watch Wright, blocks he, him off. he has a look at where Dunkley is and then follows his run that, that completely blocks him off. Yeah. And I think that's why Wright goes up for corners now, where he never used to, because he, he's not there to attack the ball. He's there to be a nuisance. He's strong. Mm. He can... He knows how to block players off because he's a defender mm -hmm. and give Dunkley a free go at it. And if you do that when he's charging in from sort of the bowlplex, <laughs> um, you don't want to get in the way of that header. Do you think there that ain't nobody? There ain't nobody. <laughs> do you think that potentially the fact that we'd had what a, a fair few corners and free kicks going into the box, but none of them had gone anywhere near Dunkley, do you think that was with it in mind that at some point? we can get it to Dunkley in front of the um, Oxford Mail stand, London Road end, whatever you want to call it, and uh, he may well put it in, which he did. Well, there were a few different ones. Like, there were deep crosses, which also went to Dunkley. So presumably, I didn't notice a signal, but presumably they have one of where he's going to... Or maybe it's done by a starting position of whether he's attacking the middle or, or whether he's going to head it back across goal or whatever. You're listening to the Fence End podcast, and we're talking about Oxford's promotion. We'll carry on talking about the uh, the, the game we've just played against Wigan Wanderers. Um, I, I'll bring this up at this point. Is it a derby? No. No. With no. Wigan. Yeah. But of course, Northampton. That's all that. <laughs> that should be a pound. Well, it's, it's quite <laughs> nice. Even bothering to mention. If that. it was the other way around and we were doing this for a Northampton one. There's no doubt about it. No. Did you see, by the way, uh, completely off topic, but the um, their uh, promotion open top bus parade. Yeah. The interesting scenes going on <laughs> there. Well, I think that wherever we've been, if you look back at um, conference, big big rivals with Dagenham, which I think Kath said. Um, yeah. On the last podcast, it's one of those things you look back and go, "Ah, oh, do you remember when we kind of had a rivalry with them?" That's a yeah. bit embarrassing now. And Steelers for a bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Luton, obviously, but they they crop into it every so often. Then you've got uh, Wickham at the minute. Well, up until yesterday. It, at the moment, it seems to be that Northampton. So we've got our main rivals, which we obviously know playing red and white, and are just down the road. Um, but Did then there are also <laughs> getting it ready. I'm warming it up, <laughs> avoiding them. Um, but at the moment, we've got the uh, how do we refer to them? The six field slot. Who just people want to? As opposed to, to the six fingers lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, very very good. Good. <laughs> But I think at the end of the day, day, everyone will remember that Oxford were the best team in the league. Let's yeah. just well, set that straight. Well, exactly. Hamilton was just repeating what a lot of managers have said, including, including Wilder, on, on yeah, the 22nd yeah, of February. Look at Mr. Stats. Not that Paul cares or anything. <laughs> yeah, he said that they're the best footballing side. Do they really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and then yes, Hamilton said it. it, but how many people have said that in the last... Well, in the last year, that, that Oxford are the team to have had that. It might be that if we didn't have, it was 59 games in the end, wasn't it? If we didn't have those 59 games, that we'd have still come second. But either way, mm. we're both up, can't we just be happy? But there are articles in, in national press about 
how well obviously they're playing football under Hamilton. Yeah, how yeah. And the fact and how well Northampton are doing. It doesn't necessarily say yeah. they're playing great stuff, no. but that that happens. Yeah. <laughs> so with a certain style you can go up the leagues if you play yeah. a certain way. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not even saying that every game they haven't been playing well. I mean yeah. like I just think that when when it comes to those tougher games Appleton's more likely to say, let's try and play our own football, and Wilder's more likely to find a way to get a result. Yeah. You know, I think that's a massive difference. Uh, well, back to Wickham. Yeah, let's let's do that. We uh, we beat them three now. What was your favourite chance of the day? Was it what, team I, down the road, we're coming for you, or was it we'll never play you again? I would <laughs> have to say, on Wickham, well played to their fans who stayed behind and clapped yeah. the team up. I mean, that... And the Carlisle fans. A lot of them went. I saw them start to go at the second. Yeah. Some of but them started those that at stayed the second, and clapped. Yeah. The Carlisle fans and the Wicker fans that stayed and clapped. Well done. Well, they were yeah. lucky enough to see one of the best footballing sides in the league. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Would they have stayed and clapped Northampton? <laughs> <laughs> Over to you, Mr. Wild. <laughs> You're listening to the Fen 10 podcast and we are about to go back to the beginning of the season. We'll go round and we'll just each each say something that stood out. So Paul, start with you. I think Notts County away. But being so dominant in that game and then finding yourself behind mm. and then winning it you know, with two late goals in the last couple of minutes. To be honest, it summed up the season. Yeah. <laughs> and we, yeah. we, we were, looked like we were running away with it and then somehow with injuries everyone managed to claw it back and then we strolled to it in the end the last three games we, I think you're right mate we, <laughs> we did and, and let's just say some of us saw it coming <laughs> but going back to the, that North County game it really you know you said it summed up the season and it did in so many ways in the, in the way that we had to work very hard to find ourselves somehow 2-1 down you know battered them in that game and and, and somehow find, found ourselves behind, and then it's that the sort of the spirit and the resolve, and and just you know, I suppose the fitness and all of that as well to go on and score those those late goals. Yeah, you know, that's that's been we've done both of those things, not necessarily both at the same time, but we've done both of those things in so many games this season. It, it, yeah, I think you're right. It did so well. Yeah. Uh, for me, I think it's um, I mean, obviously as Paul said, there's so many to choose from. I think. Um, uh, we'll, set, we'll set a rule of you're not allowed to pick uh, Wickham. Yes. Okay. Otherwise, um, we've just all picked that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I think Swansea in the FA Cup. Um, simply because, it's, you know, it's, obviously it's always good when the home ground is a full house and playing Premier League opposition. And um, I don't know, there's just something we so started, good about the day. We got and, noticed. Yeah, and, and it was by like, everyone else. Yeah, I mean, I, I, they, Swansea scored early on, didn't they? And you had a sort of feeling of, oh yeah, we are playing Swansea, aren't we? Yeah, they're, they're probably going to run right now. And but I mean, and just I mean, Oxford have played well all season. I honestly think that was our best actual footballing performance of the season. I thought we played with so much confidence, and it was just we just couldn't care less that we were playing in Premier League. It didn't phase any of the players. I thought we played with such pride. And the next day, to see all the Back to the national papers with our kit on it. What? Yeah, no, yeah. Ridiculous. Time for heroes. Yeah, you used to see him, like Man United, Liverpool, that rubbish on there. And then when you see us on there, it's it's just oh, I couldn't believe it. I bought every single paper the next day. 
and that's so, why I couldn't get one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then you know, we're, 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 you know, it's happened a lot this season. Like the UFC was trending, and mm. and I think it's the first time this season that we, and it happened a lot since that we we got properly noticed on a big scale by a lot of people. That you know, these this this team are, are something. You know, yeah. for all, for, all, for the right reasons as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 yeah, it wasn't just in a plucky yeah. <laughs> like yeah. lower league team beating a yeah. Premier League uh. team. It was in and actually no yeah. they played well, them off the park. Yeah, yeah. Right. People talk about, you know, Swansea having a weakened team, but it's a Premier League team, you know, you're yeah. playing you're playing players who are trained by Well not just that, club, they, you know, I mean, they'd made like seven changes from their previous game, but those were seven changes they had made from their previous games. Yeah. The, the squad we played had within the last two weeks been playing Premiership opposition. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't a fluke. Yeah. No. It, no. And and people saying it's not an upset because Oxford were the better side. Yeah. Mm. And it felt right as well, didn't it? Oxford's always felt like a bigger team than. Swansea. <laughs> <laughs> I think the rest of the country were quite pleased to take the focus off of um, Salford as well. Yes. At that yeah. time. Yeah, they, they had a little bit too much in yeah. Salford. They, they get back in their box. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Matt, what about you? Um, for me, I think it was right the way back at the start of the season, Brentford away in the in the League Cup. You know, I think it was only our, our second game of the season, wasn't it, mm-hmm. or something like that? And yeah, and yeah, we just bounced back. Um, it was a draw opening game against Crawley. Exactly, and I mean, I think people were a little bit disappointed with that because there'd been so much expectation and build up to the season, and the the, the opening day fell a little bit flat. But then to go away to kind of you know a championship side and people were kind of like well, you know, we're the plucky underdogs in this one. But we went and absolutely battered them, absolutely battered them. And it's you know watching that kind of performance, it's like we I can't believe we're doing this to a championship side away from home. Like that's when you sort of started to realise this could be like a, a special group. And, you know the atmosphere was incredible down on that little terrace on the on the on the kind of the, the lower tier of that stand. Sort of moshing every time they <laughs> they got the girl, the girls went in, and just that cascade of girls in the first half, it was you know, it was it, it, that's when I kind of you you got a sense for me anyway that this 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 could be a really good season. I played football that day, and at half time, my coach said Oxford are three 0 up, and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like I was not expecting that. Well, I think that was the first up. time we went trending. Actually, on, yeah. the, on Twitter, I think that's when we first. Kamar Roof's goals on yeah. the Sky Sports Twitter thing. Goal everyone goal of the season, but not as good as his Dagenham free kick, apparently, according to Kemp. <laughs> yeah. He said yeah, at the yeah. awards, oh, yeah. that's, he, he was asked his favourite goal, and he went, "None of them." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the voting card. Um, Although he's also asked, did he see the Brentford keeper off the line? Yeah. And he went, "Yeah, that's why I hit it." Cap. <laughs> <laughs> um. I think for me probably for fun value is that lot at home just because we were so comfortable and they were so poor Um, and that just made it really fun but I would also say as a very precise moment the moment the players walked into the bar in Austria and looked around the room that already had people stand like full of yellow and people stood on tables singing Sweet Caroline and they walked in and their eyes just were like what we're in the middle of Central Europe what the hell is happening what is this club that we've joined because a lot of them were new um, and I think that was sort of the start of something 
pretty special for a very small moment in time blew up into something. Well, I think two, two statements of the weekend have been uh, the banner that went up behind the goal and it said about um, being a new era. Yeah. I think that was that beginning. And I think um, it's, it's also, someone said yesterday uh, at the awards dinner that they are now, they are the new legends of the club. And, and I think they are. And I think that Jake Wright and people who have played in the past for Oxford also got to see that that change yeah um, because it's it's been so much more positive it's not just been oh we're doing well so it's more positive the way the club is run everything about it is completely well he said that it's for him much better than 2010 because he's got friends from the 2010 squad he's got three or four people he keeps in contact with he said now he's got seven or eight really strong friends he did spend a lot of the awards dinner with his hand on Johnny Mullins' arse. He did, yeah. And they, he, he <laughs> Randomly. Of, he, they used that in Heads and Tails, but that was that was before and afterwards. Yeah. That's not how you play that game. No, no, no. <laughs> it's meant to be your own. I've seen people arrested for, for what happened last time. Um, Liam, what's yours? I'm going to break the rules and go for Danny Hilton. It's my favourite. <laughs> your favourite thing. My favourite thing of the season. The fans agree. <laughs> <laughs> Just because of the things he does, he's the most entertaining player I think I've seen uh, at Oxford, really. I mean, in as all in, the, as like, entertaining value, not necessarily yeah, yeah. in it. Yeah, like as in, yeah, as in from good annoying value, value, opposition you know, players annoying opposition, to scoring to yeah. booking men. referees. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. The referees. Yeah. 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 And we said earlier, grabbing the camera of one of the photographers and taking a photo yeah. with it. Marching down the centre of Vino Neustadt. <laughs> singing there's only one Danny Hilton. Yeah, yeah. two points. Uh, my personal one is probably, it's a Danny Hilton moment, but it's probably his goal at home against Notts County. Oh. Uh, when, when he blacked he just, out. Yeah, yeah, he, he, anyone who didn't see it, look out for it. He uh, got the ball in the Oxford United half. There were four defenders near the centre circle, and instead of running through them, he ran all the way round them <laughs> and carried on running. He, he shot, the keeper saved it, he put it in, and then he just carried on running still, jumped into the crowd, got himself booked. Um, but yeah, it says that as soon as he got the ball, we can't remember what happened from there. But it was, it was just brilliant. Loved it. You do wonder whether it happened by accident. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just had a moment. Went running, like did a Forrest Gump and just started running. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I think people love about. There is an element of every every man sort of thing about him that you're not entirely sure sometimes that he's not just a fan who's wandered on. Yeah. But then he'll do something um, like amazing. And for all the jokes there are about that maybe he's not the sharpest player in the squad, he'll then do something on the pitch that you just go, where did where did that come from? Yeah. Because that's like just instinct, top quality. Yeah. yeah. I think he's very good. I, I, all I can think is it's an accident. And I, I'm like, very happy he keeps making these accidents, but it's just like that. I don't think he knows how he ended up with that. Right, so I have a few key moments of the season uh, that we may or may not have mentioned, and we'll just discuss them. Start with uh, Austria, which we mentioned quickly. Daryl Eels said that he feels that's where this season all began. Do we all sort of agree with that? Oh, yeah. totally. Well, that was in pre-season, wasn't it? So. Yeah. But yeah. So, so it literally, oh. literally is. Cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> if nobody gets it's a joke, oh, it's on. not a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I, I always remember being in Clumsies and walking in and 
the music was playing and like the Milk Cup final was on and there were like so many fans in there. Like you said a minute ago, like when the players walked in there, the moment you had of we're in the middle of Austria here, this is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. And we just come off the back of okay, a good end to the season, but not a not a great finishing point of the season overall. But yeah, nothing had happened. Yeah. It's just we just like Yeah, good Austria, yeah, you know, but um yeah. Well, I think the I in Europe and last and stuff, yeah, uh, that, yeah. that was enough for the fans to feel that they'd been listened to about the past they had, whereas yeah. it, when when the past has been brought up in the, in the past, the past. <laughs> I'm sort of losing my point here, aren't I? <laughs> but it's it sort of been brushed aside. Um, this year it was so, made a big thing. Yeah, and we were talking about it the other night, it's kind of put a full stop on it. As well, it's you know, it's 30 years. It's almost years. like now we can stop talking yeah. about the past because yeah. we've got yeah. a we new a, set, we a, yeah, so we don't need to talk about 96 anymore and the promotion because we've got 2016 and the promotion. Yeah, yeah. I think Daryl Eels gets the thing there's always the saying of the chairman doesn't own the football club, he's a custodian for the period of time that he owns the football club, yeah. and Daryl Eels seems to get that because he's. He's a fan of football. Maybe he's yeah. not an Oxford United fan, but he's a fan of football, and he no, knows that's recently, his role. Uh, recently, he said that he went to... I'm not going to say he's a football person, because... <laughs> that's um, recently, he said that he went to no, see a Birmingham match, and was sat in with the directors and stuff, and just found out of place. He, he likes Oxford. He likes being in Oxford and watching Oxford games, so... We've turned him, I hope. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Austria, roof signing. Um, that's a massive highlight for me, because just the way they did it with the, the image that went up the night before of the sort of A celebration, which we've seen. And it could only be one season. thing, and yet yeah. nobody believed it could possibly no, be that no. thing. Yeah. And the start of the uh, six o'clock wake-ups. Um, then we've got a, a host of other players signing, Serkan, Lundstrom, Bulldog, or all of those. Um, any that sort of jumped out as particularly exciting to anyone? Lundstrom was for me because I thought the, the fact that although he was, he'd never made, I don't think he, he made a first team debut at all, did he? For Everton. No, he was just about to under Moyes. Yeah, and then, then Martinez came in. But um, the fact that he, it said a lot about him and his character that he wanted to drop down and was willing to drop down lower than perhaps he wanted to play at to be at the right team and to get first team football and um, that said a lot about the ambition it felt at the time of Appleton that he could go out and sell the club as getting a creative player who mm -hmm. pings the ball which how long have we been saying that we want a uh, creative midfielder yeah. And Hollywood passes that actually go where they're meant to go. Yeah, yeah. 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 Every time he hits a pass, I think that's going up. No, no it's, yeah. it's got there. But he'll yeah, do yeah. it, and he'll it's do it one way, it. and then yeah. he'll knock it out with his right foot, and then they'll maybe recycle it, and it'll come back to him, yeah. and he'll turn and knock it out the other way with yeah. his left foot. And you go, hang on a second. Yeah. <laughs> Talking yeah. about um, players coming in and out, and without crowbarring any stats in, do we have any stats about any players that maybe have been playing for Oxford and have gone out? or haven't been and have come in. Um, any stats about that sort of thing, Fraser? Uh, well, <laughs> Completely unproven. Um, Slim, as you asked, uh, <laughs> I do have a, a little sort of, would you, would, you, would, you be, would you know who has made the most um, sub appearances, come on as a sub most times? No. Oxford mm, this season? I don't know, let's think. Callum O'Dowda maybe? Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Good guess. Good guess. Is it? Oh, I don't no know. Cigar. Oh, no. Who is it, Fraser? It's one Patrick Hoban. 
Wow. 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 We should say when we didn't have the mics on, we sounded a lot more shocked. <laughs> <laughs>
But yeah, it looked really good when they laid it and then they put the earth down on top of it and it was like, oh, it's a shame to get rid of the green. <laughs> but, um, and then it sprouted. And the groundsman has done a really good job. Incredible, I, absolutely. Um, See, we, there was a lot of talk um, throughout the last couple of weeks about Liam Serkin playing however many games, but that pitch has been there every single game that we've played at home. Yeah. And it's, it's certainly helped us. Yeah, yeah. Never come off. Trying to think if that's true, but um, <laughs> uh, it let us down it's at a times. long time ago. I feel with a, a slippery, slippery goalkeeper patch. And it seems maybe. a long time ago when a hole appeared in the pitch last season. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, and do you remember the the goal net that kept falling off? Oh yeah. Was that last season or the season before? Every time Barnett shot, <laughs> <laughs> must have been the season before. So we're confident. Um, moving on to games, we've talked about Brentford, Luton, two 0 down, eight minutes to go. Threw it to all. Was that a turning point? Do we think in in sort of lead time? I think it was only the, the second. The first player. turning point. Yeah. Tell yeah. me, yeah. who levelled up that afternoon? <laughs> <laughs> was it our number one substitute for the season? Big time. It certainly was. <laughs> Robbed it from Jake Wright. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I think that was massive, wasn't it? Yeah. Huge. Yeah. I think that's been recognised within the club as well as with ten minutes to go. Yeah. Appleton yeah. was smashing things in there. Um, dug out and like the subs around. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think when they were two 0 up, I was it. I was in the away end thinking, yeah, Luton are a good side. We're in their place. Of course, we're losing. This is what we should be doing, you know. But then when we equalised, it was maybe the first moment you thought, yeah, we're, we can we can come back. You know, we're really onto mm. it. And we, you know, like, it was the same sort of mentality in Notts County, but we got all three points. Yeah. It's funny though, going into that game, just thinking back to it at the time. I remember thinking about it beforehand. I was like. This is possibly the first real meeting we're going to have this season with with a promotion rival. Look at look at where Luton have ended up. Yeah. What happened there? Them and Cambridge were were meant to be brilliant before the season started. And Although they did manage to make us all very nervous a few weeks ago. I know. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Very much so. That's uh, the first of the massive games. Yeah. 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 But how well they handled the pr the pressure when it came to it. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Um, the next one I've got down here is, as a sort of standout thing, is against the Scum, but just before that we beat um, Accrington 3-1 away, and um, after the game John Coleman said that they're the best footballing side in the league about Accrington, and they will just beat Oxford when it comes to playing at the Kassam, which they obviously came to do, but I don't know, sort of eating his words now maybe, I, I feel I, I would wanted to get one up on him from when he said that, but then watching his speech after the game the other day, I just wanted that, to give him a hug. Him saying that, is that arrogance or is that just a good bit of sort of self-confidence, you know? I mean, they clearly are. They did have a better side than most people, most of us thought at that time. Yeah, and, and they were actually playing good football. Mm. Yeah. And you know, like, especially when you look at the, you know, I know it's been lots and lots and lots, especially when everyone thought they were going to go up, lots said about their resources and all of that. But, but for normal, quite often when you have like clubs that are, punching way above their weight. They do it not necessarily by, you know, I'm thinking they do the Stevenage tactics, don't they? But, um, but Accrington really, you know, they, they had a tiny little budget and, 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 they, and they put together a good footballing side. And, and they were brilliant when they came to the Kassam. They really played well. I thought, oh, we've had Northampton up a couple of weeks before, you know, first against second and I think we were second then, or third possibly, yeah, like two top sides anyway, and they were definitely 
I felt better than both of the teams on that performance. I think perhaps Northampton should volunteer really their them. promotion yeah. space to, to Accrington because Accrington are a better, a better, a better footballing side. They are, yeah. So uh, <laughs> yeah. Northampton, if, if, if you're listening, do, do the decent thing. Yeah? <laughs> and I know you are listening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, Kettle, yeah. yeah they must Kettle. really look back at oh, that though. Well, he says that in his speech. He said the funny thing is, right? Well, he didn't say funny. We still laugh. The thing uh, I think he said ironic thing is we're now about to play Wimbledon, where we were robbed of two points, which they they were. Like, <laughs> you can't. I know Bristol were very happy about it, but I think, what was he thinking? Uh, for anyone who hasn't seen it. Uh, Trevor Kettle blew the half-time whistle as the ball had been shot from within the penalty area and was uh, was going into the net and did go into the net. How can I be centre of attention? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, Got a whistle. Yeah, he's he's. Uh, Do you think Trevor Kettle and, and Keith Hill have been having a little bit of a competition yeah, this maybe. season to see who can off the most people? <laughs> that's oh, a that's right. Is that for is that, that for, was angry as well? Is that for saying? <laughs> Or is that for saying Keith Hill? <laughs> I don't know, but it's now two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm broke. He's, he's also put a fiver in. <laughs> um, so then we, we played the skull and we won 2 Now, When we were drawn with them, did anyone think that we would do anything but beat them? I, I personally no. said that I people actually thought that they were, easy. they were the, on that performance, they were the worst team that we played this season, including the two sides that went down eventually from League Two. I thought they were absolutely appalling that day. We, we almost toyed with them in a way, yeah. didn't we? Because it and was like, once we got one, the second half was just like, I they mean, were just enjoying themselves. It was summed up by them, their captain just kicking our captain just from for nothing. Yeah, but that wasn't yeah. even far into the game, was it? Yeah. And actually, at that point, it was, hilarious. It was quite evenly poised. Like yeah. You couldn't tell that we were going to be that dominant at that, that stage. And then... Yeah, a crazy rush of blood I, to the head or I something. Sort of left the game thinking, how have we only done them two now? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's because we saved some goals from next season. Exactly. Yeah. How many points are we getting to the next season? Matt, you, you know. Yeah. Four. Four. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to get nine. <laughs> um, I, I personally think four against them. I don't think we'll do, we'll do the seven in a row, sadly. But I, think, I don't think we'll lose to them next year. Depends how many loans they can get. That seems to be their way. Which it? way round would you want the four? The winner their place or ours? Um, yeah, he could beat them there. Let's also I'd beat our real them. rivals, Northampton. I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah. really laying into them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, you're taking the bullying out. <laughs> you on, definitely on have to put that. That's for saying Northampton. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we beat them comfortably. Um, the next one I've got. I don't want to talk, to focus all on on happy results. So Barnet at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, I was talking to someone about this game of the day, and actually, it's not one of the ones on reflection that annoys me because no matter where you finish, everyone who goes up, when you look back over the season, they have one or two freak results, you know, and that was one of them. And it was more Mansfield at home that wound me up, and uh, yeah. you know, Bristol at home that I thought was a bit annoying, but. The Barnet, they happen, you know, and it was, what was it, seven minutes they scored three goals and it was yeah, just something madness, like that. wasn't it? But and I that, sort of, that doesn't really annoy me that much, that game. Much like the Wickham game, you've got a game sort of in the first half of the season that you lose, and when it came to the game the other end, we needed the win, and yeah. we got them on yeah. both occasions, and that's the way round we would yeah. have wanted it. Perhaps we didn't, I don't know, maybe we didn't take Barnet seriously enough in the home game, I'm not sure, but... 
Well, that's what I would say that that loss actually was a big moment because it's the response to that kind of set the tone for every time we had a setback. The yeah. response was. I think if we'd have had end well. of season Shay Dunkley, that loss wouldn't have happened. Quite possibly. Yeah. And you can yeah. say the same thing about Wickham away as well. Those we lost a lot of in the, in in that stage of the season. We were, the games we were losing were quite often, you know, those kind of scrappy ones where you just needed someone to, you know. I think he was playing in Wickham away, but wasn't. He wasn't in, in the current form. He wasn't our Shay. He no, was that no. Shay. New Shay. Ain't nobody. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and talking about the way we reacted, uh, what was the time? Five past Stevenage. <laughs> <laughs> that was the next game. Five one against Stevenage. And uh, I'm not putting a hand well, on the job for that. That was mine. <laughs> I've got. I'm going to do the same about Crawley in a bit. So. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not, yeah, it does. So. I think sometimes you need that kind of slap to wake you up. And like yeah. you said, maybe we took them too lightly. I think in, in our first year in the conference, we, had, we went on that big run where we were unbeaten and people were saying, we'll go all season unbeaten. But a lot of those games were draws. Yeah. And it's like we were almost scrapping at the end for the draw, not going for the win. To, to maintain the unbeaten run, not to get the points. Yeah. Um, so sometimes you can get that. It was almost like if in that conference year we'd actually lost, we might early on, yeah. we might have picked ourselves up and gone, okay, well that's the record out of the way, let's go and yeah. actually get some points on the board. Yeah. So. Um, I, I haven't got anything for a little while in terms of standout ones, but at what point in the JPT, at what round did you think, actually we might make Wembley here? Um, Millwall. Yeah. <laughs> Final whistle. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? The Millwall first leg was the game after Swansea, wasn't it? Yeah. I think it was the Thursday night yeah. after the Sunday, wasn't it? Yeah, I remember thinking we were, we were in great form at that point. Yeah, yeah. but I remember thinking, are we going to be knackered or is it gonna be, mm. uh, are we going to be able to do, do a big performance up again? And then we were two up at half time. We, we were given really quite a large helping hand, literally helping <laughs> yeah, hand. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that wasn't it, yeah. But it was a crazy, you know, we suddenly went, you know, after that Swansea result, all of a sudden we went into that game and it's like, we're, we're favourites to win away at yeah. a League One side. Yeah, what's going Who, on? It's not like they were doing badly. No, no, and they are a decent side. Yeah. you know, I have to say they looked quite. They looked, you know, they, they looked quite decent when they uh, when I saw them at the at the. Uh, I was going to say at, at the name of the stadium, but I'm not going to because I got in trouble last time I did that. But at <laughs> our place, and they came to ours. I think if 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 that one had been, you know, nil nil or, or you know level. At that stage, I think we'd have seen them at their best, but you know, they did, they did look like they were capable of good football. And we, uh, we beat them. Yes, yes we did. <laughs> um, the, the, just before that, we had the Wickham away loss, which we mentioned, bounced back from that and won 3-0 against Exeter, which um, Paul missed because he broke down on the way. And uh, his car broke down. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to point that out, it's nothing to do with the Wickham game. Um, then Notts County away, which we mentioned earlier. That's when I really started to go, I reckon we're getting promoted this season. Um, and I said on the way there, if we win today, I have a good feeling about it. And if it comes down to whichever game it could come down to, I'm going to go to it. Looked at the penultimate away game, it was Carlisle. And that's when I decided I'm doing that trip regardless. Um, <coughs> Millwall. Bristol Rovers, we lost 2-1. So I remember kind of leaving that game, and I mean, obviously, I was, I was 
I was upset to have lost it so late on and to a dodgy penalty and all of that. But I do remember thinking, you know, Bristol Rovers were, you know, were actually a really decent team. And I think at the time they weren't that high in the lead. I mean, yeah, the edge I was of the annoyed. I, I was actually annoyed when we didn't finish off their charge because if we'd have beaten yes. them then, then they probably wouldn't have ended up where they did because it was a stop their run. I mean, and I felt the same with Accrington as well. <laughs> I mean, the penalty, you know, Bristol got. I mean, the reverse fixture in August, Hooven, substitute Hooven, um, committed <laughs> a, a, a horrendous foul on their man in the box, and the ref completely. You slow it. it down. And they should have had a penalty. He possibly touched the ball. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I mean, these things, decisions really, unless you're Accrington and Trevor Kettle, they, they really do balance themselves out, I think, across the season. And yeah. Most of the time, if not all the time, you finish where you deserve to finish, you know, yeah. regardless of what. Um, officials do. Yeah. Just stuck up the referees. You have. Well done. That's a pound in the jar. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we bounced back with a 1-0 win against Portsmouth from that. Um, the Bowers. next time we lost in the league. Barry's debut, wasn't yeah. it? And we'd missed the penalty that game. So that was massive, the fact that we went on to win it, I thought. But we bounced back and won that. But the next time we lost Did was we against our headed rivals. Um, and then we lost the game after. That was the first time first time we lost two on the bounce. Um, then uh, a couple of games later, 4-0 at home. A convincing win at home. Yeah. Is that the first time that's happened, other than in the Cup? We beat Bristol a few years ago. I'm struggling to remember. Uh, what, it's 6-1 a Boxing few years ago. Boxing Day was pretty convincing. Oh, yeah. I remember beating Halifax 5-1-1. <laughs> <laughs> we lost 4-0 to Rotherham, if that counts. No. No, <laughs> that was a convincing win. Mullins yeah. scored. Yeah. Um, so the next, the next one on my list is Barnsley. We played them this season. Oh yeah, yeah. that was a little game. Yeah, yeah. I liked it. But we did a whole special on that. So let's yeah. on. And then we won five-one. What was the time? Oh, oh for goodness' sake! <laughs> That's just for thinking it. <laughs> I gave you warning as well. <laughs> Uh, then we lost 3-2 to Luton, so uh, yeah, the two squeaky bum games that led us into these last three. So we lost at home, and then we drew to Newport, and that was um, that was Appleton's favourite point of the season, he thought it was the best one. Yeah, mine too. I loved <laughs> that game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. I don't think. I it's always nice to go onto the beach, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Shocking pitch, um, and everyone had to play there. It's just so late on in the season. Feel for um, Newport players. Well, they share it with two rugby clubs, don't they? Yeah. Yes. We um, had a, a long conversation. This is a bit of behind-the-scenes creative oh. stuff for the fans. Oh. Um, <laughs> but we had a long conversation about whether to do a podcast then because we hadn't got one scheduled necessarily um, but we decided to do it because um, I, I think it took me a day and a half but I started feeling really positive like looking at how we bounced back throughout the season other than that one set of, of two losses um, I started to feel really positive and just the, the there was so much talk of trust earlier on in the season. I, I really, really did trust the, the players and the, the camaraderie. In every interview I watched, I just thought, like, it's not misplaced. I can see it. I can see that it's there. I think um, that because the reaction we had was the same reaction that the majority of people had. Because the Luton game, once I mean, they got their first 
go from the slip and it went very quiet in the stadium yeah. went like deathly silent and yeah. you saw the nerves pass over into the team and it was almost like after the Newport game everybody went away and went well we can't do that now yeah. and the fans at Hartlepool we were really were, nervous but um, we acted positive the, the nerves <laughs> changed it was well, like it was, yeah the Luton game the nerves made everybody go quiet Hartlepool the nerves just got everybody louder and, well, it was, and instead of it being sort of 10,000 which a few games have been this season particularly the bigger games it was just under 8,000 but it was the loudest they've been yeah. 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 Up until yeah. Wickham, I thought. Up until yeah. Wickham. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then we went into... Two things I didn't say about the Wickham game um, earlier on were, firstly, was it a penalty? I don't think it was. No. I thought I it was at the time. I've watched it back and I don't think I, it is. As you said, Fraser, it evens itself up. We should have had one in Cambridge. We shouldn't exactly, have conceded yeah. one against um, Sixfield. We Ball. should have conceded one at Carlisle. Yes, oh definitely, what a save by Kenny, by the way. Um, and the other thing about that is, after however many years being back in the Football League, that is the first time I can clearly remember football winning, hoofball, time-wasting, shoulder barging, like, it's happened throughout the season, but that is all Wickham came to do. And they were time-wasting and faffing around and winding up, and even though the ref told them to hurry up, only added a minute on, and then as soon as we scored, they grabbed the ball and straight back up to, to put it on the centre spot. It's just, that that rolled me up. It, I wasn't bothered until that point. And I thought, honestly, is your is your season and your career so pathetic? But, and it turns out, yes. But, um, <laughs> but that's all you've got. Like, if you've got this motivation now, why didn't you use it three weeks ago when you could have got into the playoffs instead of not having a shot? One of the things that right. really pleased me about that game was that our players didn't react to any of it. I can't remember if I said this uh, earlier. Dan, Danny Hilton. I will raise you <laughs> Danny Hilton. <laughs> but he always he, he tried to make them react. It's like he does yeah. it in just well, in yeah, a, an, an annoying way. We've but, seen his black eyes. <laughs> but, you know, there the, were times when you could see the players getting a bit annoyed and then they just turned had a word with the ref about speeding them up and went back to it they weren't waving their arms about trying to shove the ball at Wickham players to speed them along it was I can like say what, what you said a few minutes ago during the game Paul you yelled because Maguire had gone towards the ball and been blocked off and he did a bit it was a bit theatrical the way he went down and uh, a goal kick was given and Paul started shouting and I went, what, well, I, th- I think he went down easy. And he went, even so, he blocked him off, it was a penalty. It was at least four yards outside the box. <laughs> he was still on the floor outside the box. <laughs> so feeling, feeling very positive because we've just been promoted and as I said, I'm allowed to tempt fate now. I honestly feel next season uh, we are playoff fodder. I, I think we can do that. I think we've, for we've proved it against the, the higher league opposition. We're going to strengthen the squads anyway. Big words. <laughs> Fraser? Um, it's so hard to tell, isn't it? I mean, I'd like to think playoffs, yeah. I mean, I'm sort of going into it with, with a why not sort of attitude. You know, we've got such a. I think at the moment we've got such a, a wave of momentum. And if we can compare it to the last time we went up, um, I think. There's been a few attacks on our former, former gaffer tonight, but um, I think when you compare it to that, we came up from the conference and we had such a wave of momentum that we failed to ride. 
I think we finished 12th that year, and I think the winners of the playoffs were Stevenage in League Two that year. And we really missed an opportunity the last time we got promoted to build on that and progress. And quite and quickly dismantled that team. Yeah, as well, and you know the, the gates were up. The people were really excited about Oxford and. It all just sort of fizzled out quite quickly and we became very boring and stale and, and I think we've currently got a manager who just will not be afraid to go for it again. If he is, the chairman will not have that. We've clearly not got a boss who's, who's got us promoted and will now think we want to do for three or four years, won't it, lads? And then we can you know, try and get up there. But, I think he's definitely going to go for it, you know, why not? Yeah, I think we've got to learn from the mistakes the last time we went up and, and realise the, the position we're in. You think we can do it with this spot? I think we need a few additions. Mm. Yeah. The, the go-to position everyone talks about is um, his goalkeeper, but we did have the best defensive record in the league. Yeah. yeah, I think we need a new goalkeeper. Still, even though, <laughs> even Although, though, give Benji credit yeah, I would keep Benji. I would keep Benji, but I would want another goalkeeper. Well, Slaken's got another year, another year, and Benji doesn't, which may be the deciding factor purely on logistics. But um, yeah, Slaken got a two-year contract when he signed. But um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens at fullback, uh, right back. Yes. Um, yeah. Well, because obviously MK coming down. Uh, yes. That's certainly been mentioned. And um, I read an interview where Kenny said, um, we will go into League One next year and we'll look to do well in it. Uh, Liam 2, where are we going to finish next season? Oh, uh, we are going to... I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. Who cares? It's in Perhaps. League One. Yeah, 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 exactly. Well, let's hope so. <laughs> I think we'll have such... We'll, we'll carry the momentum through, definitely. This summer's going to be great. Yeah, this I team, think this squad are really together. Yeah. Uh, Left of the road. Yes. Where are we going to finish? I know I said yes, like I don't know what the question is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Ooh, that's a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would, as we are right now, I would say upper mid table, um, depending on where, what we get in the, the summer, I would hope upper playoffs mm -hmm. to be pushing it. But it's three go up again, isn't it? Three, yeah. Two autos, one. Um, okay. Matt, I, I, where we're we're gonna come? I'm honest. I, I don't know I, what to think. I kind of fluctuate between various things. Personally, I'd actually would be happy with you know mid table and and and, and a season of just kind of consolidating, especially if we you know and having like a nice mm. cup run. Well, with Matt saying that, also, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is what we what, what we have to do. Set the set the bar low, and then everything feels great. This is how that. you live your life. This is, this Are is... you Wilder and Discovery? <laughs> <laughs> Shall I speak for Joe? Sorry, Seabong. Well? <laughs> Someone should speak to Joe, and it's going to be. Win I the league. We're going to win everything. Win the league. Like, I don't think we're going to at all. We're going to speak season. for Joe, he thinks we're going to be champions. Yeah. So thanks very much for listening. It's been absolutely fantastic. We got promoted, uh, and I think that was largely down to this podcast. So well done, all of us. That's a massive thank you, and well done to Fraser, who has been yes. recording this and editing it along the way. So thank yeah. you, Fraser. Yes. Well done, Fraser. Yes. Well done. And he's got one hell of a job today. As and got Matt for keeping us all grounded. Yeah, well, yeah. I think... If, if, if anyone wants to, um, you know, invite me on for um, motivational speaking, <laughs> I, I am available. Um, my schedule is totally free. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I'll see you. Yeah. <laughs>
we're just going to finish it with next season we'll be back with the League One Fence End podcast. Thanks very much.